On December 8th of 1941, Japanese forces invaded Haganya, initiating their three-year-long occupation of our island and the Chamorro people. Though we honor in our hearts those that did not live to see the end of the war, we also remember the stories of and empathize with our survivors. This is part three of our 75th Liberation Series. Some excerpts of this podcast originally aired on KWM. Music had kind of helped them cope through the war and also our people are really talented musicians and so um, sort of in that era right after the war you saw these family bands start and these battle of the band contests that really kind of kept that musical energy alive. As Victoria Leon Girl mentions, music during the wartime had a uniting power about it. The talent of Chamorros mixed with the desire for self-expression during times of oppression led to some of our culture's most regarded songs as well as to our island's ever-blossoming passion for music. Originally recorded in 1939, two years before the Japanese landed on Guam, You Are My Sunshine was first recorded in Chamorro. During the war, it became one of the few tunes sung throughout the occupation. Though most elements of Chamorro culture were suppressed by the dominance of the Japanese, music gave people the strength and hope that there would soon be an end to all the destruction. that songs, music, is the universal language no matter where you go. You can go to a foreign country and the minute you hear the music, if you don't understand that language, it connects you to the place. So the Chamorro language is no different in that sense. Local oral historian Tony Ramirez talks about the universality of music and how it connected our people during the war. Another song known for its wartime nostalgia is Uncle Sam. Estikanta songs, especially during the war, uplifts the spirit of those people who suffer the atrocities, and this is what these songs are all about. It lifted up their spirits, their hopes, their faith, and their dreams. During Sad, sad, 
less popular but just as significant was a song called Raymond San. Ramon's name is changed to the English version Raymond, and his last name is shortened to San, which means sir in Japanese. Sam rose in popularity during the wartime, Ramirez believed that it shouldn't be the only song to represent the period. Ramon San was a song of reassurance among Chamorros during the occupation. It was a way for our people to communicate with each other in their native language, even when under supervision of Japanese authorities. If I ask someone my age or anybody, what's the one song that you that you uh, that you know that's from that era? You know, most likely say Uncle uh, Sam. But you know, for me, Paraguayo, uh, I think that it's inadequate to just um, summarize the whole tomorrow experience. You know this one song, if you like this, because there were a lot of songs that were sung other than that, more than that, majority of that, and how did they do that? You know, they couldn't, they couldn't really sing this in, uh, out in public because they would get, they would get hit by the Japanese, so they ought to do this quietly, but if they sang in tomorrow, you know, they would insult the Japanese in front of their faces. Each year that we celebrate Liberation Day, the nostalgia for wartime tunes grows, as we use the music of the period to memorialize both the fallen and our survivors. It's ultimately important to remember what music did for those living through the occupation. Forrest Mendiola Harris's story in music entertainment is a prime example. During the course of the war, um, my dad was able to um, do the, the labor work just like a lot of the Chamorros were. And um, he told me that uh, 
at one point the, he was uh, at the ranch with his family one evening and the uh, Japanese soldiers uh, came up there with a, um, a troop of, of uh, Japanese soldiers to, to pick him up. And they picked him up and they picked up my uncle John Bloss and um, they were taken down to Hagatnya over to the plaza de España and that's where the Imperial Army was um, gathered that evening and um, nobody knew really what they were being taken for and so when they got there um, they were told that they had to perform, they had to play. So um, he and my uncle went, went on the stage and they started to perform some of the Japanese songs that they had been listening to over the, uh, the radio and um, they were able to perform and, and just uh, allow the, uh, the Japanese to um, listen to the music and enjoy that evening. After they were uh, told to, that they were going to be allowed to leave and go back home, they, uh, they were all saying the rosary at the home, at the ranch already because they were feared that they, feared that they had uh, been taken to be executed. So uh, they were quite happy, of course, that they weren't. And um, my dad continued on playing music for the rest of that time. And, and all the way through the 40s and 50s and 60s, my dad was uh, performing for many of the uh, uh, family functions and also the uh, gatherings for celebrations. And also he was a performer also playing and entertaining for the military installations here in Guam all through in that time. And so uh, that was his musical career and um, we picked up the music part of it. During this liberation holiday and every other to follow, when you hear one of these classic songs on the radio or at a family celebration, remember the power of music both during World War II and now. PBS Guam in partnership with KUAM Communications present the official live broadcast and online stream of Guam's 75th Annual Liberation Parade, a legacy of peace and friendship. Join us as we commemorate 75 years of freedom and the unwavering fighting spirit of our people. PBS Guam will provide live coverage of the event so you don't miss out on this year's festivities. Tune in to Channel 12 on July 21st at 9.45 a.m. or watch our YouTube live stream to witness this momentous occasion. Biba is Guahan.